1: the land of nostalgia. Guys, James here. Wanted to let you know about our sponsor this week, 80sTees.com. I suggest everyone go over and take a look at their catalog of amazing t-shirts and merchandise. Everything from 80s movies, cartoons, TV shows, music shirts, wrestling, superheroes, video games, horror but not just the 80s they got the 70s 90s early 2000s so go on take a look at 80stees.com and when you get to the checkout make sure to use promo code BFOP to get an additional 30% off Hello and welcome back to Action Action, the podcast that watches all the action movies and we put them on our big, giant list. This is a crazy episode and, uh... Hey there. Shit. <laughs> shit. We have a special guest today. Uh, it's Andy. Hey, you remember me. He's sitting in for
0: James. The house cat is away again. This is Hi. my...
2: Big old Hattrick episode. So excited to be here as always. Yeah, that's thank the, you so much. That's your third
0: one, I guess that. Uh,
2: I'm I'm your Jack you Hanna guest from the San Diego Zoo. Today I brought some Komodo dragons. <laughs>
0: what? <laughs> now you've
2: lost me. That's this like, is like a Dave Letterman bit. Uh, I think it was like Johnny Carson. He always had Joe that Carson, recurring. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. How
1: fucking old are you, dude? Very <laughs> He's old. Almost as old as me. That is true. How old are you, Dustin? Old as the fucking <laughs> old <is>
0: dirt. We're <laughs> just gonna sit here. You can guess. Takes take some guesses. You you know Fort, how fucking old I am. I actually three? There you go. Yeah. Nailed it in one. Yeah.
2: Andy he just turned forty two. Uh no, forty. Oh my god, you guys are so old. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm almost forty one.
0: <laughs>
1: All uh, right, well, you know. <clears throat> yeah. Experience, you know. I'm only uh I'm only turning thirty nine in a month or And a half, so I'm yeah, fucking, I'm a young buck.
2: Yeah, you've been thirty nine for a few years now. Nineteen eighty two, bitch. Thirty nine for a few.
1: Well, this is the podcast. We you know we watch them all, all the movies. Uh, we have no James this week. He is. Uh, it's on shore leave. But um, I'm gonna do my best. Redob. He's in, in, in shore leave. <laughs> um, you know he's. He's out there.
2: He's a living home. I was talking to Patreon
1: supporter he's Ryan earlier, and,
0: and uh, I said, oh yeah, we're recording Maniac Cop tonight, uh, but no James, and he's sitting in. And he's like, oh, okay, James is in rehab, I get it.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. James is addicted to pills.
2: That guy's a good guest. We're not
1: trying to air out his dirty
0: laundry here. You know, we just want him to get better. We want him to get healthy. Yeah. And uh, so he's, you know, he's taking
2: some me time. He needs it. Good for him. We wish him the best.
1: If you guys want to donate to James, uh just sign up to Patreon. <laughs> yeah, gonna, yeah, sign up to the Patreon. I really promise we'll, out. we'll split that equally. It will not go to my uh beer fund or Dustin's uh, <laughs> fucking book fund, I guess. Part of your
2: wage is beer, isn't it? You don't need more beer fund. I buy a lot of beer, dude. You get, mm-hmm. really Yeah, buy a lot of beer. That's excellent. Yeah. And I appreciate it. No problem. Thank you.
1: Uh, so before we get into the episode this week and uh, gigantic reveal, um, <laughs> Dustin, what are we watching this week? Well, we watched... Well, two of us watched Maniac Cop.
2: Yes. Yeah, before we that...
1: I'm saying other than <laughs> Maniac Cop <laughs> Oh, okay,
2: So there's the big reveal seek de- spoiler Seek and
0: Destroy is what we're Search- looking at. Oh,
2: and I've got some stuff to talk about with Seek and Destroy Just a little bit of procedural How the sausage is made stuff It does seem in the last little while That you've had this bit of a vendetta Against Seek and Destroy But I gotta say, the true fan. Are you saying me? Yeah, sorry, I'm, I'm looking John. at John Yes, I'm pointing towards John the Shrew fans love Seek and Destroy, so there's no need to, to feel like you've got to tamp down on it. Pick one and then move on. Like, I feel like you must have, like,. Tried to pitch the podcast to somebody, and they felt obligated to listen to an episode, and so they picked an episode about a movie that they knew, and then they're like, "Well, I'll just get to the movie. I don't want to listen to Seek and Destroy." But us true fans,
0: <laughs> the hardcore, the diehards, we like the Seek and Destroy. So, right.
2: so don't feel like you need to, to tamp down on All right, it. We'll keep going. Seek okay. and Destroy. Alright, Dustin. Seek uh, it. Destroy all right, it. Alright, yeah.
0: So, last night I watched the first episode of this new Chucky TV series.
2: Oh, and... Is it on the second
0: season? No, it just started. Oh, okay. Um, Does it have Duroff in it? Duroff is the nice. voice of Chucky. And it's written by Don Mancini, who's been involved with writing every single... Child's oh, okay. Play movie, okay. so they other got than the, the remake they put out a couple years ago. They
2: got the, uh, the so real it's deal like, it's like okay. it's like the
0: real crew doing it. So, but yeah, it's uh it's updated, different kind of take on it, I guess. But okay. um, yeah, I, I'm I'm interested to keep watching it. I, the first episode was good enough that I'm like I'm intrigued about where it can go because it seems like there are limitations on what you can do with a Chucky TV series. Uh, this young kid finds him at like a yard sale. He, he's like into doing weird art projects with dolls and stuff. So he buys him. Um, and soon of course discovers that he is possessed by the spirit of Charles Lee Ray. So young Charles is at it again. Um, and it's, but he's this kid that's bullied and stuff. So it's like, I think Chucky's kind of going to end up being sort of his like, defender but in a weird way you'll be sort of cheering for chucky to kill oh. people
2: sort of thing so it it's seems almost like. like a terminator 2 type thing where they spin the the yeah the, i mean
0: he's still like bad but he's kind of like helping this kid in a way in a, you know you know a sick murderous way but <laughs> but he's know.
2: not trying to kill the kid
0: He's not at least at this point. He's not trying to kill the main kid. So
1: he's friend. Like, this is like a taking oh. a he's thinking more of a protect. Like what Dustin was saying with like with Terminator, like a protector role. Like yeah, that. that's what it seems kind of like. We'll see what okay.
0: happens, but there's only one episode out. But uh, yeah, I'm intrigued. Cool. Um, Where can you watch that? It's a sci-fi show, so um, yeah. So it's a cable show. It's not. It's not on like HBO or anything like that, but uh, or a streaming service. And then uh, I watched this newer movie called The Night House. So horror movie it was actually a 2020 oh, movie, but it only came out recently. Here.
2: Saw a piece of that. That's the one with the, the kid that gets sort of abducted into this house that moves and there's like a witch and stuff. No, no that's no. Night Book. Sorry. Oh, I haven't heard of that one. Yeah. Night, no, Night House Night is
0: um, Rebecca Hall. Um, she's living in this house alone after her husband has uh, apparently committed suicide and she's like, dealing with her grief about that. Um, but this weird shit starts happening around the house and feels like the her pre- like there's a presence there and stuff. Um, it starts out, you kind of think maybe this is a ghost movie, but it goes in some really unique directions that uh, I don't think I've ever seen anything quite like this in a movie. Like, it has certain ideas you've seen before, but they're kind of done in a new way. So I thought it was pretty refreshing. Cool. Cool. Um, some interesting visual stuff. Like they get pretty creative with the way that they are displaying the concept on screen. I don't want to say much about it cause it's kind of uh, a movie that has some reveals throughout it, but okay. uh really good, well acted, really nicely shot. Um, uh, so yeah, I would definitely recommend it as a newer horror flick and then I'll quickly do a destroy. Uh, I watched this movie from the nineties the other day called the fear. Um, it's this. I remember seeing this video on the shelf, but I never rented it back then. Oh, in the day. I remember this. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, oh, it's cool. This, it's, it's a terrible fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is like a psychology major. He gets a group of his friends together. They go to this cabin in the woods that his family owns to stay there, and he's going to do a psychology experiment on them about who, their greatest fears. They find this old wooden mannequin in the house. And he just sort of like pops up at random times and is like it's like they think someone's playing a joke that somebody has placed the mannequin in these places. It's so badly acted. It's so (laughs) badly written. Is
2: there like redeeming? Is it like so bad it's good type territory? Uh, I think
0: you could have some fun with it if you were watching with some friends and having some drinks like to make fun of the performances and stuff
1: and just like the dialogue and how sh- fucking ridiculously shitty it is there. Um, to me, there's always something that is very scary about wooden men. Yes. Uh, now I will say the guy himself is kind of creepy. And yeah, movie. I, I don't know what I watched. I think it might've been a, um, uh, a twilight zone episode or something like that, where there is a, um, like a marionette. That's oh made yeah. out of wood. Yeah. Is a marionette. Cool. Not a marionette. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no, a ventriloquist dummy. me. Oh, I apologize. Okay. Uh, okay. uh, that like is like, alive-ish and is, are you stuff like that dark? but but marionettes and ventriloquists have always terrified me Like they've always scared me so there was a wooden yeah ending. the guy looks
0: good like the suit it's like a rubber suit or whatever but it looks good on screen so that's like the only i'd say redeeming factor of the movie because hmm. it's so bad uh there's a character with a white guy with dreads uh, who's you know he's like trying to be like uh you know I can't even explain it. The dialogue (laughs) is like just shit in the worst way of someone trying to like do like, oh, we're going to make like a really good like he's getting into the psychology of their deepest fears.
1: But it's all like just like the most hammy, like hacky stuff. So I always ask this question, like, is there is there a formula that we just need to follow to get our movie made? Because <laughs> surely we could make something as good as the feet. Because I always feel like James has enough good ideas. Yeah. I had my new idea. Do you want to hear my new idea? Uh huh. Andy. Yes. All right. Please. Pitch. All right. Pitch, Pitch it. It's a super corny, like not corny, but like like B movie, um, possibly set in like the like eighteenth century or or previous of a baker. Okay. Who is like a famous baker, but instead of using butter. He refines humans, and extracts their fat, and he uses their fat for his pastries.
2: Mm-hmm. And you could call it Chocolat Fight Club. Sure, part of me.
0: That's the, that's the elevator pitch right there. Chocolat meets yeah. Fight
2: Club. Yeah,
1: it's a it's a it's a Tuscan it's a Tuscan romance. I don't know what Chocolat is about. Oh, dude, yeah, you gotta watch
2: not. Chocolat. Yeah. No,
1: I wasn't yeah. what are,
0: what do you got? No soul? You haven't seen? You yeah. A lot?
2: yeah. Now I feel like we're doing uh what's that uh I'm pitching
1: if you're catching. <laughs> no,
2: what's the movie with um Jason Siegel and uh Paul Rudd where they talk the,
1: Uh hey brother mm-hmm. Hey
2: brother <laughs> whatever. But yeah, they do the they do the shock a lot. And the importance that that movie talks a lot about the importance of shock. I a love lot. you man. Is yeah, that yeah, thing? that's the one. I love no, you man. That's what I meant. <laughs> Hey, brother. Love you, man. Hey, brother. I was like
0: thinking in my head. I was like, what is hey, it like? It's like, hey, dude, brother. you're the best. Or some shit like that.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's I it. was close. Hey, dude, you're the best. Uh, my card? Andy, what yes. have you been watching? So, um, firstly, I've, I fully used to believe that in Spooktober, that's all that you've seen. You've oh, no, no.
0: I've that. watched uh, 29 horror films up to this
2: Wow. Time. That's awesome.
0: I think, can we... Uh,
1: Maybe we should make a post on Dallas. our uh, Patreon, where we just you just run through all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll, I can post them, and we can do this as a weekly, monthly thing from now on. Maybe every time, all your movies, we can just do a post. And oh, yeah. I, I did I, do an Instagram story at the end of September, where I showed
0: screenshots of my letterbox of all the movies I watched in September and the ratings I gave them. Um, and then somebody was asking me how I did that, and was t- just telling. Yeah, them. well, maybe we should
1: add that in our on our Patreon, and it then might, anybody might can be see good that. Idea. But yeah, uh, good so idea. Andy, other than so, uh, <laughs> other than questions, you nosy bitch. Do you have uh, I, something you want? Well, wanna-
2: no, I was only saying that in sort of the context of now. I've tried to free you to have a longer seek and destroy, and I know you've seen some good stuff because there's good content in there. When you guys are talking about the movies that you've most recently seen, and it's usually like you're passionate about it. It's interesting stuff. It's good content. Okay, but next, um, I obviously I don't have the the same ability that Dustin does to be able to to Spooktober, <laughs> but I've been trying to watch a you few <laughs> spooky movies. So I thought I would do like a spooky themed um, Seek and Destroy. Uh, in order to get the movie. For us uh, to review today, I had to get Shudder. So, um, yeah, I've been going down a little bit of a rabbit hole on Shudder and checking out some old stuff, stuff I've never seen. Uh, I'm going to start with a little bit of a Destroy 1985's The Stuff. I remember.
0: (laughs) Oh, interesting connection to the movie that we're watching. Oh, is there?
2: I'm not sure about it. I'm not sure I know about this. But I remember it from. Sorry to cut you off there. I remember it from. The movie store that we used to have in Penetang Machine, Ontario, called Dial-A-Movie. I remember seeing the box art for the stuff. At least I think that's where I saw it. Maybe it was a poster. But anyway, um, and it fascinated me since then. And I just now, 35 years later, got around to watching it. Uh, It's not very good. (laughs) I
0: remember enjoying the stuff. I mean, it's like... uh Horror comedy, mm-hmm. like
2: yeah, yeah, oh yeah. There's there's comedy elements, but the plot is so disjointed, and it's like they put a lot of production value into stuff. Like they've got like, um, like into really stu- well stuff. Yeah, well, exactly <laughs> into elements of the film. Like they've got really uh detailed advertising campaign and songs and commercials right, for this, for like yeah, 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 for this product. Yeah,
1: there are, I'm I'm sorry. I'm just looking at uh, some. This is the old VHS box. I yeah, remember. VHS boxes. Okay, and there are some amazing, yeah, yeah, and cover art for this. Yeah, lots of like this is this so, is crazy.
2: But the the plot is so disjointed. The characters make no sense. Um, they've <laughs> the got, fuck. Uh, yeah, the uh, but I mean certain things like the advertising campaigns and stuff like that are really well done. Uh, anyhow, it was a slog to get through. I about three quarters of the way through. I thought about giving up on it i'm like ah no it'd be a good one to pitch for uh for destroy a destroy yeah so anyway avoid that one
0: man Eddie, you you have no idea of the depths of shitty films i mean the stuff is like a is like an academy
1: award-winning film compared to the Yikes. fear <laughs> i don't
2: i don't know if i could sit through this yeah curtain. okay
1: well here's the thing dustin and <laughs> i think with this again um we have families <laughs> We oh, I'm, have, not, we I'm have, not
0: judging that. I'm just saying. I know. I'm just saying. Like, I'm just saying, it gets a lot worse than the stuff.
1: We, we, <laughs> we have Do to that we value our time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we have, we have to hug people. That's true. <laughs> Dustin, right. you hug a pillow and watch mm-hmm. the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, I try to, yeah, get something that
0: kind of imitates the feeling of the stuff, and then you know,
2: can't get enough of the stuff. Dun, dun. Yeah, they even have like jingles and stuff. I actually
1: kind of like that. Yeah, it's pretty
2: good. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, the only other part that I'll say that I like about it: some of the effects that they have of the stuff, like when it's like grr, coming out of like a creature's mouth, or like, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. And they just leave like husks of a person on the ground. It's pretty awesome. Is it like Play-Doh? Um, no, it's more like a yogurt or like a um, uh,
1: what's that non? Oh, uh, what's it called what a, it's a or cool. gac, yeah, with, yeah. yeah. It's like cornstarch and water.
2: fluid? No, no. It's more just like it's supposed like, to be. A, it's supposed to be for eating. Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be like a whipped cream or like oh, a, okay. like an ice cream, something like that. Anyhow, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. oil,
0: petroleum byproduct, uh, yeah. Cool Whip. Vaseline sort of thing.
2: Yeah. It's, um, Vaseline yeah, I, meets Cool Whip. It was difficult to get through. Uh, the seek that is going to be news to no one. But, but. Okay.
0: Would you eat some stuff if you were given the opportunity?
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd give it a try because it's delicious. It, um, it doesn't affect you until you have lots and lots of it that's what the movie shows that it like it's like an like accumulation cocaine. thing so if you know that you're just <laughs> having a, a little bit yeah if you if you plan to be like okay this is going to be my one I'm only going to take a few just stuff. a few bumps yeah exactly a few bumps every time just, I stop after just a, a half a rail can,
1: yeah <laughs> that's okay I'm just I'm going to the bath to, tonight I'm going to the bathroom two times yeah that's
2: it just split your rail up and yeah, okay. Split, no, I right. don't. I don't recommend that. No, um, yeah, you do
1: one rail. <laughs> yeah, jumbo, just one jumbo.
2: Um, so avoid avoid the stuff. I uh, and I say
0: yeah. watch the stuff.
2: All right, fair enough. Okay, uh, but yeah, it's gonna be news to no one. My seek. Uh, I have never seen, uh, 1978's eight's Halloween. Wow. Um, the carpenter film, so I finally checked it out. Yes, I can say that's yeah, a good movie. There's stuff to pick apart with it, but um, no, um, I enjoyed it. Go, obviously, go really good. Let's start. You want me to pick apart? <laughs> go ahead. Pick okay, it apart. what's up what with the cop character? The cop character, he's supposed to be like one of the girls' dad, but he's just basically um, like, like chaperones the doctor around, and then when the doctor's finally chasing around in the final scene, yeah. When Don't the doctor shit about Doctor Loomis. When Doctor Loomis, <laughs> Doctor Loomis is fine. He's a good character. The guy loves alcohol. <laughs> um, when he's like running around in the neighborhood trying to find him, cop guy pulls up and he's like, "Oh, you go around the back of the houses. I'll look at the front." And the cop guy disappears, never to be seen again in the movie. And it's like he—I feel like he was getting set up for something. In any other movie, I'd be like, "Whatever, that doesn't oh, matter." Probably
1: a scene cut where he got yeah. killed by Michael or something. Yeah, you know what? Actually, I changed my. One star. <laughs> Dropping. I'm not from saying, a 10 saying it's one a, yeah. star.
2: I'm just saying no, it's, te- it's not a perfect film. It's,
1: it was ten stars. It's no, one star. It's not perfect. It's I
2: love the character development. It's though. not per- like just it's, the it's not perfect movie. They've got the characters figured out so well. Like she's such a likable character, Jamie Lee Curtis, and how she like protects the kids. And it's like the one that you would want to do that. And she's like beyond reproach. I don't know. She
0: attack. She protect. <laughs> but yeah, what did exactly? you so?
1: Overall, what
2: and did you think, though,
0: as
1: far sneak. as kind of, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say invented it. I mean, there's yeah, layers. That's there's, the thing. there's layers. That's
2: another thing that was a little bit mind-blowing. Sorry, finish your question. Well,
1: before. I'm saying there's layers to it. I mean, I don't think that any of us are going to say, it doesn't. you're not going to sit here and say it invented the genre. It just, it's, no, it's, I think it's, what it's what we, one of the
0: seeds. I think what I said on the other episode when we were talking about it was that it's... Uh, there, were, there were slasher movies before Halloween, but yeah. I think when Halloween came out, that was the sort of one that
1: uh, crystallized it in people's minds as, yeah. as
0: a thing, as a genre. And I,
1: I think that's totally fair. I think that's the most appropriate way to say it. Yeah, but, um, that's fair. What, what I would say is that for a all like, all around as a film, I mean, it, it kind of delivers on every single thing it promises.
2: Yep. Oh, yeah. It, it's yeah perfect in that way. Um, and I like I like I love that it's a self contained story. So I know nothing. I haven't seen any of the Halloween sequels or the reboots or anything. Um and it's got me, like after having seen only the first one, it's got me kinda mad that those exist. Like I like this as a (laughs) self contained. Carpenter's probably
0: mad they exist too.
2: I like this as a self-contained story, right? Like, nobody has seen him. Nobody has found him. He, He just comes in. She just discovers that he is for real. So the whole movie is her, like... Is that a boogeyman? I feel like I'm seeing things. And then, like, the boogeyman is real. And that's the big thing at the end. And it's like, where do you go from there in terms of sequels? It's like, well, now that he's real, we have a bunch of procedural stuff to do. It's like, the story that occurs after that, I don't care about it. Yeah, just- no,
1: you skip to three Season yeah, skip of The Witch. Which, of the Witch is, which
0: has nothing to do with Michael. Myers, But it's but,
2: oh, is that right? but it is rad. Okay, fair <laughs>
1: enough. I, I watched that as a child in a hotel room <laughs> while driving across America. Yeah. To come here to British Columbia. Cool. Uh, yeah, which is rad. And I really, really liked uh, the. Um, 2018 one? Yeah. No, the. Yeah, Joseph Gordon Green. Is that it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, wait, no. No, it's David, not Joseph. David? David Gordon, Gordon Green. Green. I have like three Joseph of Joseph Gordon his, Levitt? I have like three of the soundtracks for his movies behind you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and cool. But uh, I liked it. And the new one comes out, I think, this week. Yeah, so the 2018 one uh
0: is a direct sequel to the first movie ignoring oh, all other right. sequels. Skipping Interesting. All, yeah.
2: yeah, so they're going with that new fad of we're choosing to ignore. So John they're, they're speaking directly to me. Because yeah. I'm like, I yeah, don't want anything else want to, see to see exist. Yeah. So so
1: Rob Zombie made uh sequels. Remakes that. and I heard about those never saw um John Carpenter, who is a historic curmudgeon <laughs> and he's who he is and because of who I am I love him uh dis- disavows all of that Uh he hates to Rob Zombie oh uh, no uh, yeah um, but he is a part of the new series oh okay uh, he's given his blessing yeah, he's involved at least to some extent. yeah so he's um, given his blessing to the new series I think his
0: son is sort of taking his themes and doing like the music for the new movies yeah so they they have hmm.
1: toured multiple times uh as a rock band as a no as as <laughs> just,
2: carpenter and son <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much yeah
1: <laughs> pretty much <laughs> just doing that yeah uh but Man, they have that theme that's the best ever yeah ever
2: <laughs> there's a weird back like rhythm to it sorry i didn't mean under- that's okay we
1: <laughs> <laughs> but we've also watched like we watched the fog yeah that was our last episode was the fog yeah so we've had lots of cool. carpenter music that's cool and we we've watched um so the beating 13 oh, we've, done me, like, mo- we've done like, most of his movies yeah. well, we're oh, moving yeah, towards and we're huge revered huge carpenter <laughs> carpenter is one of my favorite directors and i love his Music, I know And
2: lot. we had I can't remember if I brought that up The last time I was on But we had A slight disagreement About the thing Because you guys built that up So much And I had That was another one I hadn't seen Oh yeah Why And then we I went
0: this fucker on here
2: again? <laughs> And checked it out And it had been built up so much That I couldn't live up to it I, I just saw a bunch of holes And this one Okay This one I saw holes as well But they didn't bother me as much Like That's How's so he nuts. driving around In that stolen car All day long Like mm-hmm. it's just Oh I guess I gotta go Get some gas gas michael myers getting gas no worries and like <laughs> like it's speaking broad so, daylight and he's driving around in that stolen car that's a big deal it's the, and it's, it's the got
1: seventies. nobody gave a shit yeah about so you. speaking know, of people who didn't watch the movie um we're gonna talk about maniac cop a movie that i didn't watch because i fucked up you haven't up.
2: done your seeking destroy yet oh yeah that's true
1: oh that was a pretty good segue it
2: was it was a good segue yeah
1: my seeking destroy i i I've been so busy this week. I've had sick kids and stuff like that. Uh, what I have watched is, uh, I watched the final of, uh, the finale of Ted Lasso, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd say it was a very uneven season. Um, with some episodes that I wasn't the biggest fan of. I think Dustin, you're a fan of some of those episodes that I didn't like. Yeah. Knowing we nothing about, about
2: it, it sounds like there's like standalone episodes that it's just like, oh, let's feature this one there, character. There that-
1: wasn't. There was one. Until okay. this season there was one. And that one season is not a big that one episode, sorry, it's not a big deal. Like it's just one standalone episode that happens and you like it or you don't like it. Like there's it's it shouldn't be that divisive.
0: No, I don't think so. I mean, I I liked pretty much every episode, even yeah,
1: even the Christmas one. Um, I li- so here's my thing about the Christmas one. Mm-hmm. So I think that I like the Christmas one because I see that as being this thing that is outside of the box, like it is outside of everything. Okay, mm-hmm. have
2: I mentioned that on you this- did on a previous yeah. episode? You or- said it's like an homage to like uh, like the way that. Um, British shows did in yeah. like the 60s and 70s, where it, they'd have it, something outside of the universe. It's, it, like, it's just this nice... You're allowed to have a nice thing Christmas once Day. in a while.
1: Yeah, That's why I look at the Christmas episode. I don't know.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I didn't think... like For me, it was an, an uneven season. I get that there was a couple episodes that were sort of outliers in terms of how they did the show compared to how they've normally done the show, but... Uh, I I kind of usually like when shows do stuff like that just to make it a little dynamic, just give you a little different flavor and then you know, it's like we're back to our regular scheduled program so it's not yeah. like we're stepping away or something
2: so, and, like and going in a new direction but community like, how they would do like single episodes that were like totally different outside of the
1: No, I wouldn't say that. It's it's a pretty standard uh structure. Okay. Uh they just do one episode this season. I think that just goes completely outside the box, which goes into It was wh- a very different style which, for the show because they haven't done anything like which that. Which is anymore. funny because you'd almost see that as being a bottle episode except for it's completely the opposite of a bottle episode because yeah, yeah, it's everywhere. Yeah, it goes everywhere. Uh it's just it's just a really weird episode with like hmm. limited characters on this and, like this different journey and yeah. Anyway, Ted Lasso, I really enjoy that show. Um, I'm really glad I'm watching Did it. Did you like where it ended up at the end of the... I think it's really interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think they properly seeded that. I think that there's a heel turn in yeah, this season. there's a heel turn. Which kind of comes out of nowhere. Oh, I didn't feel like that. I thought it was seeded through the whole season. Oh, I think it's seeded through the season. Yeah. But it's like I'm saying it's it doesn't happen in the first season. Like this is a very like Mm. season two heel turn. Yeah. yeah. That is, I think it's rad. I think it's, (laughs) you gotta have some, you gotta have ways to have conflict on the show. right? Yeah. I think it's really cool. I mean, like I, like kill your idols. Like, (laughs) I I think it's great. Like to, to do something like this. So I I hope they do. They do well by it's funny because like Jamie tart, like, Mm -hmm. He has, <laughs> he has such a huge redemption arc in this season. Yeah. Uh, and the other characters going the other way. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I think it's just human, you know, there's a lot going on there, mm-hmm. but that's a show I've been watching. Um, my problem is, is that because I watch so few things, I don't have a lot of time to watch bad things. Intentionally. How come you
2: don't
0: watch
1: bad things?
2: <laughs> yeah, dude. How do you know what's um, good if you don't have a floor?
1: I have a floor, dude. I have, uh, You
2: gotta refresh your floor every once in a while Because sometimes It'll creep back up and then suddenly Your floor is like (laughs) up in You know the fifth you're wearing your area. pants
1: like really high, yeah. Uh, waist, I guess.
2: <laughs> yeah, you got to lower your expectations somehow and watch. Uh, okay, well, watch if I watch, fear.
1: if I watch something and I say it's really good, then I would love for you your, to take your, it your homework for next week is to watch the fear. <laughs>
0: um, I'm gonna watch, I mean, I
1: could, even, I, I mean, that's not even nearly as bad as I could do. I just watch, yeah, I'm just watch fear.
2: Just go back to Ballistic X versus Sever. No,
0: not fear with Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> no, I'm gonna not watch fear. Mark
2: Wahlberg's Fear.
1: <laughs> okay,
2: no, oh, that's um, a good movie. <laughs> See, if that's where your floor is Dude, you got room to dig <laughs> Yeah
1: uh, The other thing I'm watching I started watching Squid Game
2: Oh The show Can we talk that's about like this? The, Do we okay, get time to talk hot, about it's this? It's
1: shit right now So, uh, I know Dustin has not watched it No I've watched two episodes I'm definitely yes, gonna Yes,
2: okay, watch. you're done Just quit Just quit And, and Andy Okay, so
0: you're, you have the opposite opinion of everybody else
2: in the world No Two <laughs> episodes Perfect. Like, I was so into that show for the first two episodes. Well, okay, here's here's the progression for me. I clicked on it, and I started watching, and it was like, oh, season one, episode one. I want this to be a self-contained story. I don't know if I care enough to watch seasons of so this concept. You
1: understand that at this point, I don't understand if it's a self-contained story. <laughs> and neither does Dustin like it could be a it's, self-contained story. We don't we don't know. I'm
2: only telling you this by the fact that it's like an entire well, I guess it still could be a, a, a self-contained story told in like however many episodes. But I was pissed off that it was a mo- it wasn't a movie. Like I wanted to sit through and experience everything in 90 minutes. Well,
1: I will say for the first two episodes the it does of this episode. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I, for I got the first up two episodes, the chair. For the You're sitting in my chair, bitch.
2: Oh yeah. That's I'm true. singing
1: James's wooden chair. <laughs> uh, for the first two episode, comfy. episodes, it does feel like a, a movie.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you're, I, I feel like I've really gone through act one and I'm, I'm about okay. to... I've gone through act two and I'm about to hit act three.
2: I got to about episode five. So full disclosure, I haven't finished it because episode one and two were great. It was awesome. And then it starts to slow down. And then by about episode five... The entire episode is just about one small story element, something that would take like five minutes in a movie. But it drags it out so long that mm-hmm. I'm just like, I'm done. Like this is the exact reason why I was choked. this was, wasn't just a movie to begin with. They have to drag it out. So James, well, like, the did story you finish that they have the, to tell. Did
1: you, did you finish the season?
2: No, I haven't yet.
1: Well, James, then you need to finish the season. <laughs> Going
2: to call him James or not? Because
1: you don't know how to, like, you don't know what happens. Like, I take it as a great honor to be called James. You, you should. Um,
2: yeah, yeah, no, it doesn't. Ugh, it doesn't matter what happens because I've already been bored enough to give up on it. Like the last couple episodes were so slow that I was like, nope. And and I mean, I can, I can, I can kind.
0: Of, I haven't watched the show yet, obviously,
2: but. I I get what you're saying. Like it's one of the
0: reasons that I've it, I've really yeah. slowed down on my TV watching and gone back to watching more movies is that so many shows feel like they're padding the time just so they can be like we got to hit this many episodes. Yeah. Uh, and they don't they need
2: have so that many episodes so to
1: tell the story. story. All to right, tell. can we flip this cuz I'd love to hear so you like the opening part, eh, Andy? Is yeah, the
2: first couple episodes of Squid Game. No,
1: no, no, no. I'm talking about like you like to talk like you like the uh uh, seek and Destroy. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to ask a question then. Um, because I i don't understand what you're talking about. Okay. So I'm thinking about watching something like Mayor of East Town. Right? I
2: would love to watch that, that based show, on your recommendation.
1: That show is amazing. uh Very good. So what shows are you saying are like. Well, I'm not saying there are destined. no shows that are good. No, but what I'm saying is, is like what. Like, like, we all know the the shitty shows like we're not watching them. No, but there's lots but, of shows that like, are like name name a couple. I, I don't know. There's
0: a, I feel like this is Netflix is particularly guilty of this where they have shows and I'm like, OK, I'm interested in this. And I watch it and I get through the whole season and I'm like, man, that, that could have been
1: four episodes shorter. And, and that's fine. Um, and I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm not trying to argue with you. I just want to know like a show. Yeah, uh, off the top of my head,
0: the first thing I think of is the Marvel shows that were on Netflix. Every single one of them, they they had pre-decided these need to be oh, yeah. like 14 episodes each season. And you watch them and each one of them was like, oh man, there's it's really drag in here in the middle, you know? And it's like, you
1: could have cut like four or five episodes out of this. And you have me with that because I watched the first season of Daredevil and I didn't watch a single other Netflix Marvel show. Yeah. Like it just wasn't and daredevil was probably the best one (laughs) yeah i watched the the first season and i was like "Eh, i'm good
0: yeah um yeah and so i i watched i watched the i think i watched all three seasons of daredevil and i watched um jessica jones was it the first season that was pretty good but again too many episodes yeah i watched i I watched most of the first season of the luke cage show and then it lost me because it was like you just don't need to keep you know, dragging this out. I
1: did watch the first season of Jessica Jones. now that you bring it up. And I did watch the beginning of Luke Cage. But so at
0: that point, then I never even, I never even watched like the Punisher one. I was like, I want to watch that Punisher show. But then I was like, just, I never did because my motivation for watching those shows was like, it's low. Yeah. Now. I like,
1: was super, I, like Luke Cage, was, uh, no, it's the fucking white guy. There no, was, uh, Iron Fist. Iron, I didn't watch Iron Fist. I didn't mm. want, I'm not watching a Punisher show. I'm
0: I would have watched the Punisher ah, show if I knew that it was going to be tight. Like, I'm if I knew watching... that it wasn't going to drag.
2: I watched the first episode of that and it was enjoyable, but that's the only Marvel yeah. show that I've seen. Was yeah, and I don't, first want to, I don't want to just like
0: specifically say Marvel. That's just the first thing that popped in my head. But I have felt like that a few times watching series uh, in the last few years where I'm like, I don't. And then, or or else Game they, they don't know when to end the show and it goes on for too many seasons. Yeah,
2: like, I super th- cool concept in Squid Game. I love it but it's, it's a 90 minute story. It's a two hour story tops. You don't need to drag it into a full season. It's just my opinion. And again, I haven't seen the end, so I'm an asshole. The other thing it could have <laughs> been, um, like it might've just been, I was in an off mood that day. My kid was crying all night or, or had to take for a COVID tests and cancel all my appointments or whatever. I might've just been pissed off and then started watching squid game and it wasn't right entertaining me fast enough yeah, and gotta, i was like you gotta, gotta watch,
1: you gotta watch squid game when you're in a clear state of mind
2: <laughs> well no it's escapism I right i want to be in a world where we play children's games uh, for capes
0: well we'll come back to squid game at, at a future date because I, I i do plan on watching it yeah i'll probably, I'll I'll
1: probably right finish there. watching it uh, this week so we'll see but uh, I, don't know, I find it. I found it interesting. I
2: like that, they have PlayStation symbols on their masks: <laughs> the yeah. circle and the triangle and yeah. the square. Those
0: those symbols have never been uh, recognized by anything other than PlayStation. No, <laughs> but just
2: it, the the depth of the line that they're drawn. It's like the mm-hmm. font. It it yeah. It seems like PlayStation. It seems perfect. So
1: we really took your advice on this one. <laughs> All right. So speaking of things that I haven't watched. This week on the podcast, we watched Maniac Cop. Roll the trailer. Roll it. There's someone out there. Hey! No one knows his
2: name. No one knows his face. Oh no. But now, ah!
1: the most terrifying man in the city
2: How's it done? How's it done? Oh, thank God,
1: carries a badge. My head was unstable and it was a deceleration injury. As in year old hanging. You really think a cop did this? Why not? Would you automatically assume that it was a police officer instead of some
2: lunatic dressed up like a cop? Fight squad. He'll kill again. He enjoys killing. He strikes without cause, without mercy.
1: You may be getting information from inside of the department. That means he is one of us. You see a cop, you crossed to the other side of the street. You're not gonna get me. Everybody who wants to shoot a cop nowadays. Has got one hell of an excuse. This <laughs> one so is my personal life. Any of your business? Since your wife was found dead in a motel room, you gotta be wrong. You want to see the pretty picture? <laughs>
2: hold on I, I didn't do any
1: of this when a cop turns killer you have the right to remain silent forever ah! maniac cop all right so uh here's the full disclosure uh I did not watch this movie this week, James. <laughs> you're finding this out while you are editing the he movie. He found this out this like podcast. three minutes in. Um, I fucked up. I watched next week's movie this week, um, and just thought we'd skip over the end of uh, Spooktober. <laughs> I fucked up. Yeah, I made a, I made a, I made a huge mistake. So we're gonna try something a mm-hmm. bit different wow. this episode. Um I'm going to interview Andy and Dustin, and we're going to talk about this film. I think it's going to be great. Yeah, well, let's. This will be a different, uh, different feel, but
0: yeah,
2: it a- is. And I feel like I've got enough to, I've got enough to like spin you off in different directions because I was planning on sabotaging this episode <laughs> by making it one wow. of by making it one of those ones where you say. I don't want to make this episode political and then proceed to go on a 45 minute No, well this is the thing. I mean, guilt John would have had rant. Some, I
0: think John would have had some stuff to say. Yeah. Well, game. no no, uh, and I
2: think we I've can done, still get
1: though. that out of it. I don't do I don't do politics anymore.
2: <laughs> I know. And that I love it cuz you say that every time and then proceed to go on a 45 minute white guilt 45. fuels rant. I have no white guilt. <laughs>
1: I I don't have white guilt. I have guilt for being alive. Fair enough. All right. So before we get into this uh, new Q&A model Mm -hmm. of uh, action action, uh, let's talk about uh, Maniac Cop, uh, a 1988 film Radar, 125 minutes, directed by William Lusting. And Lustig, Lustig. I apologize. Written by Larry Cohen.
2: He's pretty lusting too. So Uh, a
1: killer, a killer dressed in a police uniform begins murdering innocent people on the streets of New York City. I mean, this is, uh, I mean, we're talking pretty much uh, typical late eighties B movie fodder.
0: Yeah, I mean, in some ways, for sure, uh, it's it's a weird movie because. It has that hook where it's like, okay, this is a slasher movie with a gimmick. Yeah. Where it's a cop, it's a crazy cop killing people. Yeah. Um, but it's played very straight. Like it's not it's true campy. It's not a campy movie, despite the fact that Bruce Campbell is like sec- the second lead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's kind of interesting, I thought, to see Bruce Campbell not being
2: like yeah, trying to be serious, yeah.
0: Uh, so I think it's fun. That's true, to watch but it's an reason. early
2: role for him. I, I'm sure he's got a bunch of roles like that. Maybe that didn't come out in, in big, at, like big, well known movies. But like, I'm sure with that face, he was getting a lot of like. Well, not work really, because on. you
0: know he, he did the Sam Raimi stuff. He did the Evil Dead stuff, and of course that was what you know people know him for. Um, yeah. And so then other projects he did, um, they weren't necessarily. To that same sort of really, oh, okay. comedy level I just that, he like was a, um,
2: like working actor for a while. Like, well,
0: yeah, it's been, but like, he, there's always sort of a bit of a not ham. Well, maybe hamminess is
1: one word, but so at this point in his career, Bruce Gamble's pretty much. I mean, he's on a ton of shorts. Uh, he's been in uh, Evil Dead movies and stuff like that, but no, he's he's kind of just. He's, at this point, he's looking for work. He's kind of looking. He's kind of looking <laughs> yeah. for work. He, he's kind of yeah. uh, not okay. the Bruce Campbell that we that we know now. Yeah, um, uh, that's not going to happen for another fif- ten to fifteen years. Really? really? Yeah. Well, that's when he starts getting into more like he starts doing TV shows later. And yeah, stuff. I mean, he gets uh, The Adventures of Briscoe County Jr. Uh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. He starts like going and and moving on, but like no, he he's still. Nobody at this point, right? Yeah, I mean, other than to horror fan- fans
0: who've seen them in the evil the first two Evil Dead movies, and
1: once again, we have to jump back and we have to think like, uh what are horror fans in 1988? Right, like they're not, yeah, I mean, us I, now. I feel they're, like they were rabid, but you didn't have internet, so there was no like connection
0: of these groups of people,
1: right? Like, yeah, was, like, people aren't communicating over like over over like. Great swaths of land or oceans, yeah. Like, <laughs> like the, Bruce Campbell works. is just a working actor who's just he's trying to make his way. Yeah, uh, and that's and that's pretty accurate about the way he feels about this movie too, because
0: he has said like he doesn't particularly care for the movie, but he just needed the work at the
1: time, yeah. <laughs> sort of thing.
2: He did a pretty good job. Yeah. yeah so he's good it.
1: before we get into what's going on, like I, I gave a rundown, Dustin. Why don't you just like really break that open? Like, what's the yeah, what's happening in this film?
0: Yeah, so it the the basic plot is that there's this person dressed as a cop going around and murdering people in the streets. Uh, you know the the citizens are becoming uh, quite paranoid and starting to get uh, un, you know there's, yeah. there's unrest about I these cops. I didn't expect and stuff.
2: that in this movie. Yeah. I really enjoyed that where it's like it's got that scene with the lady that's saying. Oh, you're not going to, she's listening to the, the newscast on the radio. So it's one of those where it's got like the newscast and it's filling you in on all the the bits and pieces of information. Um, and she's listening to that on the radio while there's a cop pulling her over. And as the cop walks up, she's like, you're not going to get me. And she blasts him away.
0: Yeah. She blows the cop's brains out. (laughs) It was an actual cop who was pulling her over, but she was so paranoid about
1: what was going on with these killer cop stories. In the news, but um, uh, so I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take a point from that. I'm gonna say, uh, Andy, how do you feel about uh, cops getting killed?
2: <laughs> wow, well. how do I feel about cops getting killed? Um, <laughs> Jesus, I'm not a fan of it. I think everyone should have the chance to live.
1: <laughs> All right, that's fair. Uh, moving on, Dustin. What do you? What do you? What's Man, going I'm on? With really you? on the spot. <laughs> what's going on with you? Uh, well, I'll just I'll just finish a
0: couple little quick details before we deep dive deeper into the movie. I wanted to mention like Tom Atkins is the detective, yeah, who is investigating our buddy Tom Atkins from last week's episode, The Fog. Uh, he is the one investigating what's going on. He it, the movie kind of takes a jump right at the start where yeah. he is already on to the idea that it's a cop who are, is doing the killings. I
2: kind of liked that that he didn't immediately like he was the one sort of. Um, the one holdout, the one person saying, no, this might actually be a cop, even though he was getting flack from right, within he's getting the force. all the brotherhood yeah. stuff
0: from the cops about, you know, why well, you got to make us look bad
2: and yeah. blah, 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 So that's how it's kind of contemporary, like taken out of the daily headlines, like with our cops going to like back each other up or are they going to try and cover up problems and stuff like that? I mean, it's got stuff, um yeah like that are contemporary issues
1: yeah there's a lot involving the thin blue line dustin but um how do you feel about the victims
0: <laughs> how do i feel about the victims well i mean that's the, the kills thing. are the kills are fairly standard slasher like they're bland kind of slasher kills where he just you know somebody he, yeah, he stops pull somebody whips over whips him in the face yeah and he hits he him dies. with his he's got like a knife he uses yeah. that he pulls out standard issue like a police baton. bayonet So that part of it is not terribly interesting, but the interesting thing to me about the movie is like the tone of it is very gritty. It's like one of those sleazy New York city movies. And that comes from William Lustig. The director did the movie maniac, which is like one of the grimiest, grossest slasher movies ever made. Um, and so he's brought a bit of that over here, but also the producer and writer of this movie is Larry Cohen, who did the stuff actually. Oh. Um, so that's the connection there. Awesome. Um, and his his he always he also did a lot of gritty New York type movies, and he did uh, guerrilla filmmaking. I think both of these guys actually did a lot of like no permit, just go out in the street and shoot stuff because oh yeah, you need to make your movie. Yeah. Um, so that's the kind of thing I like about this movie. It, yeah, the kills are boring. So if we had the actual James on here, he, I know he wouldn't be into that aspect. But there is a there is like a Tone to the movie that's a little harder edged, and I do think uh, that Robert zadar as the maniac cop himself is is pretty intimidating.
2: Oh yeah, that guy's huge. Yeah, Just he's a, a really look interesting
1: at. looking. Yeah, I, I se, had yeah.
2: nightmares about that guy when I first saw him in uh, Tango and Cash. I was like, that can't be a real human being. Look at that guy; he's so scary. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I had nightmares. He's a scary yeah, he's looking the dude. Bad
0: guys in Tango and Cash. Uh, Well, he has the, I can't remember what the, there's a name, I think, for what his, like the condition he has that makes his face uh, so large.
2: Well, now I feel guilty. Um, No, no, Uh, but he's known for it. It's (laughs) what
0: he was called the chin, which is interesting because, you know, him and Bruce Campbell are both in this movie and they're both, they were both known as the The chin. chin. So
1: uh, I want to ask a question to Andy. Um, Now, knowing that he has a (laughs) deformity, which don't quote me on that. I think, I think, would you you like to speak on that?
2: Yeah. It makes me feel guilty. <laughs> no, it's it's
0: a it's a very you know uh, unique feature. Like his face looks yeah. very different, I, <laughs> and it looks like the way they don't reveal it really till the end of the movie. Which yeah. I really actually, well, liked. yeah,
2: that's the other thing is that there's a big reveal that it's not just like that he has the. Robert Zadar's face it's that it's all (laughs) slashed up and he's got a bunch of gunk in his teeth Um, and and that was a weird thing the whole face reveal like somehow you were supposed to pick up from the very beginning that it was the face that would tell you he's the maniac cop because it's like It makes a point. He's
0: always in shadows. Yeah, it
2: makes a point of not showing his face. And like when he's pulling the people over, he's always turned away. And you'll notice that even the characters looking at him never look at him in the face because as soon as they do, that's when they know he's the maniac cop um when it shows the 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 kid who gets killed the the cop who wasn't the maniac cop who gets shot the way that you as the audience are supposed to know that it's not the maniac cop is that it shows his face and he's a baby face he's just a kid Mm -hmm. and so like even though it hasn't there's nothing explicitly to tell you that this wasn't the maniac cop it's like it shows his face and it's like oh i guess that's not him he's too pretty i
0: think um you get the idea from Zadar's stature through the movie too because he's obviously a really big guy true he just has a sort of presence of like this is a big killer person I don't know um but i did kind of appreciate that they had the patience to not reveal the face until like the very end of the movie that's true
1: yeah so let's talk, let's, let's, let's jump to the beginning of the movie cuz we're kind mm-hmm. of getting away from, jump, from everything we're, we're jumping all over doesn't why don't you just like run through like what's going on like, like yeah, yeah so the killings these killings have
0: started tom atkins is investigating them he's getting flack from his, you know from the commissioner who's played by richard groundtree of shaft fame Um, that's the other thing there's like a lot of little fun parts played by actors in this that are fun to watch Um, then he they get onto this other storyline where Bruce Campbell is also a cop his wife thinks that he might be the maniac cop so she follows him and follows him to a hotel where it turns out he's having an affair with another cop
2: and she's getting fed that info too from from maniac cops accomplice on the inside right like she's getting Mm. a phone call like she got a phone call that's like i should follow
0: him because they're trying to set him up to be the
2: exactly yeah yeah. yeah.
0: to be the fall guy for it so uh so actually all that stuff was pretty interesting and again the movie plays everything really straight like there's a police procedural element to it yeah it's a gritty slasher but then like you know this stuff was nothing was played like Goofy like no. Bruce Campbell is like oh man like I feel bad about this I should have told you this beforehand yeah. like he's actually Well he
2: was played as the good guy from the beginning because it was his wife who gave up on marriage counseling and then he goes out and still remains the sympathetic character even though he's like having an affair or whatever.
0: Right. Any yeah, cop. I mean, I guess that was sort of smart to set it up that way. So the
1: because she gets murdered by the maniac cop right after that. Yeah. Whoa, 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 In order- hold on a second. Yeah. <laughs> Let's back up a second. So now the Bruce Campbell's wife, yes, mm-hmm. who's uh, thinks that Bruce Campbell is possibly, and it seems like he's being set up to be the actual maniac cop, right? He his wife is murdered. Yes, yes. so she early on, yes. yeah, well, fairly early on. So she leaves.
0: Uh, After confronting him and his lover there. And she gets pulled into a van by the Maniac Cop and killed. And then she's left to be found. And then, you know, Bruce Campbell ends up getting arrested for murdering his wife.
2: And that's when you first start thinking that Maniac Cop isn't just like like frenzied like berserker like killing everybody he's killing strategically like this was a setup he killed in the exact same hotel that Bruce Campbell found yeah, his finds, wife in. he leaves her body like, there yeah. he's quite obviously trying to set up Bruce Campbell and is
1: the, is he working alone
2: he is not you don't, no. find, so that you don't find that though out so you not find that out that's, a, that's the thing
0: that's we find out through the movie tom kind of Atkins right. is like he must be getting information from somebody here because yeah. All these different parts of the investigation indicate that he has in, inside information.
1: All right, so there's multiple murders that happen between the opening and then the Bruce
2: Campbell's wife getting murdered.
0: Yeah,
1: and it's not like it's another. It's not like there's like a kill a minute in
0: this either. But there's she's there's, only the third
2: murder. She's okay, the third. It's got um, there's a girl at the beginning who um, is going to get mugged by a bunch of street toughs. So she runs up to a cop who's supposed to protect mm-hmm. her, and then he kills her, and then the street toughs watch this. And, of course, that's how the whole thing starts, is the street toughs are like, no, no, it was the cop that did it. And the cops are like, no, it was you. And then it starts the whole...
1: I always find that to be, like, the worst kind of horror. Like, the worst kind when of... When there's, like, like, a, like,
2: a misdirect.
1: Well, yeah, where it's it's these people who are supposed to protect... like protect
2: you yeah that mm-hmm. are like that's yeah well and, and, and that's supposed you search to search for safety that's supposed to tug and, yeah. at your heartstrings mm-hmm. yeah well, uh just, tom it, atkins says that he's like oh you poor girl you must have been going you must have been so happy to see that cop you were so afraid and then he betrayed you yeah along this line well it's
1: it's i think this is the same thing as having children where you're like you have to decide, like, what do you tell your kids? Yeah. Like, do you tell your kids to run to a police officer, to a stranger, to someone they know? Like, what do you do? Yeah. I mean, like, to get dark for a second, statistically, like, a person that the kids know is going to be the one that's going to harm them more likely, where which goes against everything that we were raised as. Calls coming from inside the house. Yeah, like we were raised though. Like we were raised with stranger danger, Mm -hmm. right?
2: Don't talk to your pervy uncle. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uncle Mark is not (laughs) a cool person.
2: Why were you alone with him? Why were
1: you alone with Uncle Mark?
0: (laughs) Why'd you leave him alone with Uncle Jesse? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah, but it's uh, but that's the thing though. We were raised like we were raised our whole life to be to trust police officers right but they're just people right i trust mm. a random person on the street when more than i trust the cop because yeah. they're just a well, random person well and
2: that seems to be the problem if we want to go full political is that cops don't i wasn't get going political
0: the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> let andy do it for you
2: cops don't get attracted to the job based on the fact that they want to help people. They get attracted to the job based on the fact that they want to be, have power over, yeah, people. Have power over people.
0: Yeah. I think that's usually the case. I mean, maybe once bad. in a while you get somebody, an individual who does actually want to do to serve thing, and but-
2: protect, right? You're supposed to serve and protect. You're not supposed to overpower and like mm-hmm. subdue. Um, but that's what makes uh,
1: a, a situation like this such great, Fodder yeah, for like exactly for for and horror the
0: movie and then I think the movie is actually trying to hit some of those nerves and totally make, once all these you know once these killings have started and the public is panicked about it we get, we see these news interviews with yeah. citizens on the street and like, you know I don't trust the cops. He's like, yeah. yeah. And the, they it's interview straight the, out, the, out the of the Derek like, trap. He's like, my, I've seen several of my friends, you know, get murdered by
1: cops. Cops like killing people. Exactly. Like that. That's, That's so, it's so
2: contemporary. But
1: would you guys not say this harkens back to like other things that we've watched, like RoboCop as being like the prime yeah, yeah. example of just being like, it's a time we've think of our eighties movies that we love. Growing yeah. up on right, well, Verbo cops are gritty. You know, they're dirty. They're that. they're they're not all. They're always. They're never yeah. pure.
0: I mean, I think that, um, you know a lot of people can you know have accused slasher movies of being very influenced by the Reagan era, usually in a conservative sense.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: But this movie does feel like a bit of a different take on that. Like totally, it, it doesn't have that same tone for sure. Yeah, it's turning um,
2: it around a little. bit Not
0: that it's like you know. Uh, massively sophisticated No, jabs, no well, but... And that's
2: what I mean Like I think Verhoeven knew What he was doing From the beginning But it's like This guy just Stumbled upon it Like he, he Stumbled upon It's like Oh, I accidentally Hit on something That's quite relevant So I don't know Maybe that's I not think, fair I think um, Knowing
0: a little bit About Larry Cohen And his politics And stuff I think that he Purposely wrote Some of this stuff Into the script okay. they, I mean I'm, I'm sure he was Working backwards From Ooh, a slasher movie with a crazy yeah, cop yeah, killer. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think it is intentionally in there. Uh, it is a, a, the the message could be a bit muddled. I think yeah uh, through the movie uh, at times. But well, there, yeah. there is oh, interesting yeah. stuff in the, there.
2: The most important thing in the movie is not that it's that the the it's super the, the, the super who's... villain cop like. Because it does. Somehow it, it makes him out to be like the super villain with like superpowers of being able to. Well, we see him get shot. He gets and shot. Stuff. It's yeah. she's like, I swear I shot him in the head. And the only way that he was supposed to have achieved these superpowers is by not dying when he got raped in, <laughs> I in think the kind prison. Of, I
1: think at this point, this is eighty-eight. Well, hold right? on, Can so we go we've back had- for a Well, before we you say that, I want to hear what Andy's gonna say. Like, what are you saying? Like, the only reason he's supposed to have these superpowers is because he what?
2: So, how how it establishes like his origin story for how he became. Um, Maniac cop Is told in this uh, Like a flashback yeah. Where he's vignette, He's asleep yeah. in the uh, He sleeps in the pier That's another thing He's He sleeps he's a in cop. an old abandoned pier He's a
1: cop Yes, he, was a, he was a cop. He was a cop, okay.
2: He was a cop. He got thrown in prison for being too rough. I can't even remember. He was too violent on yeah. the streets.
0: And okay. So he got he got sent to jail. Yeah.
2: He was basically it's Derek Chauvin's story. It's <laughs> if if Derek Chauvin then he,
0: so raised the in new John. Prison. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're supposed to be the new James, not the new John.
2: <laughs> oh dear. Meow. I didn't watch anything this week. Uh No, but anyway, yeah, so he he gets Um, attacked in in the shower in prison and they slash his face up. And then he goes to the morgue. They stab
0: him a bunch and and they think he's dead.
2: Yeah. He goes to the prison morgue and the, the mortician finds that, oh, there's still a heartbeat. And he lets him go and says oh he's brain dead he can't live anyway and that's his origin story but that's
0: it, yes but it's a, it's also one of those situations where like the the doctor is like oh I you know he was a good cop kind of thing yeah, so yeah, I yeah. let him be taken they, oh.
2: they were telling me that if we um, put him back in general population that that would happen again there's a lot of this stuff so just about, to like, let him go
0: yeah the, the inner sort of protecting that the police do of each other in the movie totally okay all right crazy okay
2: but that's how he's supposed to like it was just that he didn't die when he was stabbed and yes. shot and now so, he's bulletproof. so what i was
0: gonna say was off of <laughs> jumping off of that is that this is 88 so we've already had over a decade of slasher movies and like the concept of jason and michael is well established for people Fair the enough. idea that these slasher killers for some reason will not die like yeah. they just okay. keep coming back to life no, so i think they just i think they're just being like yeah he's so for whatever reason you can't seem to kill this guy. He's just Fair another nope. slasher guy that, that can't be killed.
2: That puts a good angle on because I couldn't understand like how is his uniform pristine,ly clean? He's yeah, got yeah, he's yeah. got not a speck of dirt on his gloves, and he lives in a decommissioned pier that's all decrepit and yeah. decaying.
0: <laughs> Although that does make me think about. Uh, I do really like the opening credit sequence in this. Yeah, where he's suiting up and yeah. it's like showing him. You know, we're getting these shots of him. It's putting almost on his like white a Sam Raimi type. Like, and his buttoning up, up his uniform. Yeah, there was something kind of like almost creepy about it totally. in a way, like with like the music and stuff. And it's like yeah. he's just. Getting ready to go and hit the street and, and start. It, it gives
2: you the reveal at that beginning, like that first scene. It shows his name on the badge, Cordell. So right. you, as an audience member, if you're keen enough, know from the very beginning who it is.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true.
2: Because it talks about that character.
0: Um, but of course, Tom Atkins doesn't find out till later. Yeah, uh, he he gets on to this woman who works. In you know what is she like a, a dispatcher or yeah uh, she's, like she she works
2: in records yeah like records. she she runs the microfiche she
0: is the one helping uh, our maniac yeah cop. Shereen right. North
1: so like Bruce Campbell is like
2: Plays he's playing the, he's playing the Patsy yeah
1: he's in for jail. this entire he gets time interviewed a few times but by lawyers it, and it, stuff and his wife ends up getting killed mm-hmm. right? yeah right so then how do we get Bruce Campbell out well that comes to closer to the the, no, finale. the finale. no no
2: yeah there's there's a scene after it so it's like a mid scene where big, um, big set piece maniac cop goes crazy in the police station so so
0: he's being his girlfriend uh, who is also a cop she's like she's interviewing him yeah she's like an undercover she does like pretends to be a prostitute and stuff on the streets She's brought in by Tom Atkins and he's like, hey, you know, you interview him. He's doing like a nice thing of letting her stay with her boyfriend in the cell. Yeah. He goes to see what's a happening. Uh, so then at that point, maniac a cop, he's killing like all the cops in the station and Tom Atkins but He's literally
1: killing like He's like
0: working He's like his hanging w- them From like
2: yeah. <laughs> The he's, roof So he's, he's working his one weight. Against the bars this, Is
1: this the finale? No this no, is like The this pre, isn't even Yeah, <laughs> yeah Okay so we're like We're in the second act still Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so kind of like Terminator in so that he's, way Yeah yeah It's got a Terminator feel So, so while he, Bruce Campbell's being interviewed Yeah yeah, so then they Maniac So Maniac Cop is going He's working his way Kills Through the precinct everybody Murdering people as he goes in a This is York, York
2: In a New York precinct He murders everybody <laughs> But of anyway. course It still looks like The one guy who's left alive In the cop shop Sees Bruce Campbell out there And is yeah, like You've Bruce killed Campbell everybody point, He gets out of his cell And so it like, what the still looks like Bruce
0: they go out and yeah and so then they think it's they still think it's him doing all the killings
1: so in that sequence right where he's like working his way through the uh the precinct yeah right give me the give me the best like, well it it doesn't give a it, it's whole it's a discovery lot. thing yeah, where they come out of the cell and there's yeah. a
0: cop like hanging there and his feet are hanging oh, and then they Jesus. find it's a guy not I, like Terminator where it with shows. his face in the bars yeah,
2: and then yeah, they, yeah. You know, they keep oh, finding it's a, people.
1: It's just reveals. Yeah. There's a bloody guy laying the, in the hallway. The kind
2: of. main guy that they kill is um Detective Frank McCrae. your Tom, Tom Atkins. Tom Atkinson. So this is an interesting That was the moment main kill the that you get. Oh, so they kill the main character. So he dies right there. Exactly. And he gets
0: thrown out of the window from the top floor. I'm going to change
2: my rating. There's
1: I love, so I, I love so I love movies for. where they kill that character. Yeah, that it, that's such a ballsy move. To yeah. Me. yeah, well,
2: because he's the only one in the precinct that can say that it's not Bruce Campbell that's done it, right? And no, nope, he's dead.
0: Yeah, so he gets thrown Good out. Twist. They think it's uh, him that's done it because Bruce Campbell shows up right after and he's like looking out the window and his body is down on the car. And uh, yeah, that's when this cop shows up and he's like, "You
2: fucker, you're." You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, so he's got to escape. And with, so he's he uh, with, with, with his
0: girlfriend, and they're still trying to track down Cordell. And where do they go? Uh, well, they're hiding and stuff. She she goes back into the police station for some reason. Uh, so she gets cornered in this police station by Cordell at that point. And Bruce Campbell's like waiting across the street for her. <laughs> he gets spotted by the other cops that are outside. There's like this big police parade going on. Uh, we see a reporter played by Sam Raimi. No, it's man, like that's one of those, not until
2: later. You're missing a scene.
0: No, no, this is the part where she comes out of the window at the top while that parade's going on, isn't it?
2: Mm Mm-hmm, but that happens later. That's not at the cop shop. That happens after After they go out to... Yeah, it's weird how they do the the scene segues, but after they escape from the police station, um, they... So Frank McRae, uh, Detective Frank McCrae, Tom Adkins' character, had an appointment, and he told Bruce Campbell right, and his girlfriend the they had the an appointment at the prison to interview the doctor, the mortician, right. so who was supposed to. He so to he him. pretends he's Frank McCrae to get in to talk to the mortician. So and he's got his girlfriend with him at this point. Identification yeah, the no, <laughs> no, he asks for his ID at the end of the interview. I think I need to see some identification here. But um, so at this oh, point, yeah, let me
1: just get it. It's in my car. who Whoa. <laughs> Andy, I want to say, um, how does it feel to be um, courageous enough to stand up to Dustin and oh, his dude. bully tactics? I was shaking in, in my boots. To-
2: I was so sure I was right, though, that I'm like, you know what? I can do this. But he, he often
1: does try to just push through his agenda.
2: But the reason, I mean, it's because he can back it up. He's got the knowledge.
1: I know. And that's what makes him so dangerous. Ugh,
2: yes. <laughs> True. Thoughts on that. Uh, uh, thoughts on that. Yeah, but you're right. So then,
0: once they, um, but then where's the, what's the building they go to then? Once they leave.
2: So as as the um, the mortician finally gives up and says get out of my office like he realizes that he's got the prime suspect for this big bunch of murders and he lets him go
0: well he's already let the other guy go <laughs>
2: yeah true enough he's, he's gonna, like he's well yeah he knows up. but uh then his his secretary comes in and says sir you're going to need this green tie and he's like what tie why do I need a tie well because of course it's St. Patrick's Day segue to the big St. Patrick's Day parade
0: with the, po- with the police presence yeah so, no. exact, so it's sorry. City
2: Hall I think think that they go to after Where because does they mean m- the commissioner and New York. New York. Okay. So they meet the commissioner and the, the head, um, Cops of uh, the um, what's his name? The uh, well, anyway, whoever it is, the the main cop guy and then his underling, they go to meet them at City Hall. And that's where Maniac Cop meets because he wants to kill them because Maniac Cop, his main sort of impetus, his push is to kill the guys who put him in prison. To yeah. Be so can we back this mm-hmm.
1: up? Like what what's motivating Maniac Cop? Yeah, like, yeah, it's, like, what, right. what, but what happened?
0: Um, so, yeah, when. You know, he was brought up on these charges for uh, not only police brutality, but also he was going after all these mobsters. Uh, you now, see, so this is a bit... This part's a bit confusing because I watched an uncut version of the movie, yeah. and all the only thing that was cut were these several scenes involving the mayor. There was no, like, extra kills or anything like that from the uncut version. It was just these scenes with the mayor that are completely cut out of the normal version of the movie, Okay, where it's just him talking about... Uh, the politics of putting this cop in jail, oh, okay. which he, so he it's did, more to, the which he did to protect these mobsters oh. who helped him get elected.
2: <laughs> that that was all cut not, out of the Yeah, they cut that movie. out of it. The, the um, so yeah, so Mania wow. cop wants
0: to kill basically the the higher ups who are responsible for putting him in jail instead of protecting him. Yeah. All right. I'm not going to get political.
2: Even though he's not supposed to have any brain activity whatsoever, according to the mortician.
1: Rudy Giuliani write this fucking movie?
2: Well,
0: no, it's, um, I don't think so. I mean, I think, I think it's a, here we go.
2: The political hot takes. (laughs) Let's stay on track. On the hot Uh, so
0: you think that was City Hall that they went to? Yes, yeah, I believe
2: it was City Hall, and then that—that's where she comes slimy cops. Yeah, because they have to leave. She she dives in and says, "Okay, we've discovered all this news. It's it's Cordell. It's Matt Cordell who's who's the." the maniac cop and of course they don't believe oh no no, no, that's crazy but we've got a parade to get to and they're like well cordell's still after you and of course he he's there so at that point you're like okay good this is getting bruce campbell out of the woods because cordell can't control himself he's got to kill the people he's there to kill but then he he corners um the the girlfriend character and then she climbs out the window at the top and Bruce Campbell's waiting across the street.
0: Yeah, meanwhile the cops spot him and they they chase him and catch him and put him in that like paddy wagon. Yeah, he van. goes into
2: the paddy wagon.
0: Uh, but then Cordell like kills the cops. He's the one who drives off yeah. with Bruce Campbell in the back.
2: Yeah, and that's the big climax. That's your big climax. There's a they big go, car chase. Sequence they go back here. to the pier because he goes back to his home where he's most comfortable. Um Yeah, and, the rotten up pier. Mean, who
0: wouldn't want to be living, <laughs> living there?
2: But he keeps uh, his uniforms so like live there?
1: Hmm. Rats? Giuliani? Is that <laughs> where Giuliani <laughs> lives now? <laughs> what in what is the, it in Hooch? Turner. Uh Turner and Hooch. Oh right. They, where they where, where wait, pool. where'd Hooch come from? The pier. The docks. Okay. Okay, <laughs> hey, that um, guy comes from the docks He comes well, from the. Well these are pier. set in the
0: same universe, Turner and Hooch and Maniac Cop. I would think sure. so.
1: Uh, it's but, a safe
2: assumption, but just yeah.
0: before we get into the car chase sequence, um, yeah, there is the news reporter that it shows at the parade, and it's uh, Sam Raimi, who's the one doing the really,
2: yeah. oh, good for him. Uh, cool, I think he just did yeah, Good for, for him, good for
0: that good for kid. Him. He
1: needed the money. <laughs> that kid needed to get out there, he needed to be, uh,
2: well, uh, that's cool. It's like Bruce and Sam, they're inseparable,
1: yeah. I think that that. I mean I'm just interviewing you guys here but uh I think that uh, Sam loves truly loves Bruce. Yeah for sure. You can I, tell I, by
2: I, how he's depicted. I I think that the people who those montages he fell in love mm-hmm. right in the in the editing room making those montages with Bruce's <laughs> But subtle curves where they needed to be. Subtle
1: curves where they needed to be. <laughs> We're trying to be me or James.
2: <laughs> I think I'm just Andy now. I've developed I my own personality. That's, that's you. That's okay. me.
1: Too. I'm glad that you're owning that. <laughs> uh
0: the car chase is pretty good. It's a pretty fun uh sequence. Yeah. And then they you know, they get to the docks at the end and Bruce Campbell and him like they drive in the paddy wagon into that giant like what is it the mast from a ship or something that,
2: yeah no that's <laughs> at the very end first they go into like a boat lo- like a like a covered boat launch area and they have a bit of a showdown there yeah, um, yeah because the shot,
0: he's got you know, yeah, the shotgun she, well she comes shotgun. in
2: with the shotgun but then somehow in the scuffle she loses it and M- Maniac Cop gets the shotgun but that's where we get the reveal of his face because he's end. holding yeah.
0: Bruce Campbell up by the throat exactly. and it's like bam, and, it and then suddenly we see his like mutilated
2: of face. course that's Maniac Cop because he's got bugs in him his teeth that has to be <laughs> he's just like Beetlejuice. The exactly. it would be funny if,
0: while he was getting choked he's like wait you're the maniac. <laughs> cop. Like wait, you. it was you It was you all along
2: <laughs> you just had to brush your teeth Cordell why couldn't you get so I some think what pressed?
1: I want to do before talk about before we get into the end of the film and our no, ratings. Was...
0: Well, I mean, the, the, he gets impaled on this mast yeah, that as they're was driving. Cool. They go off the dock, and it's a fun action sequence. I like into that into the water. Yeah,
2: because he disappears. So of course, setting up the sequels Setting
0: up
1: the sequels, which there are two.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes, John.
1: James, cut that out. Cut yeah. everything I said out. Don't cut anything, James.
0: Cut it out. <laughs> Just no leave cuts. it all in. It all stays um but yeah and so yeah sets up sets up the sequels which we get a couple more maniac cop movies after this i'm
2: wondering how because the budget was 1.1 million and it only grows 671 thousand from my research <laughs> they're like so. you know what
0: you know what the sequel is gonna do gangbusters. <laughs> good money after bad man
1: <laughs> we gotta salvage this thing in
2: the second one robert fucking Davi. oh gotta love
1: him yeah uh before we get to the end of this review, um, I want to say...
2: What? Stop doing that. You don't thump, man. All those thumps. That's rule number one of podcasting.
1: Before we get to the end of the uh, episode, I want to say, do you guys have a favorite kill in this movie? I want to start with... Andy.
2: Favorite kill? Um, you know, okay, yeah, I'll do Frank McRae. So Detective mm-hmm. Frank McRae, Tom Atkins' character, they put a lot of... Like I, I appreciated that scene on the second viewing when he gets thrown from the window and lands on the top of a car. Like I don't know how the f- they filmed that, but that had to be the most impressive stunt in the whole movie. I liked it, so I'm gonna say that was my favorite kill.
0: Yeah, I mean the, the kills aren't super elaborate. Um, there's one early on where. He has a guy get out of his car as if he's going to give him a drunk yeah, test. Yeah, that was kind of cool. And then he slashes him a couple times with his knife, and then he throws him so that his head smashes through a windshield. While
2: there. awkwardly facing the opposite direction. Like, it was like the, the staging in the movie. Like, he had to be looking away while he threw the guy behind him onto the windshield. And then it squirted to up a bunch of... Just show
0: me Cop gives no fucks.
2: Well, yeah, and you can't see his face. Um, but uh, it squirted like red blood out of the like windshield washer fluid. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty sweet.
0: So yeah, it's not a it's not elaborate kills, but it's just I think more the tone of the movie that makes me enjoy it. And like we've talked about before, John, the sleazy New York City vibe of the '70s and '80s and movies is something yeah. I always enjoy. So. It's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I and mean, that's something I always love. Uh, I always associate it. Uh, very specifically with Chicago and New York. Yeah. Uh, those are the two Shut cities
2: that... They do it well, too. Um,
1: yeah. I mean, L.A., it just isn't really there. No, Heat, L.A. I mean, if you watch... Uh, heat is a... Oh, L.A. LA later. is a character. L.A. is later. Yeah. That's a, no, L.A. is a character. Like, There's a couple of 80s movies where you
0: can get into the sleazy sort of sunset strip. Uh, vibes of yeah. LA yeah Vice but, squad
1: but for mm. most of these films it's Death usually i think mm. set in a uh new york chicago yeah setting yeah. where uh, it's very nondescript like LA maybe even detroit oh mm. uh, detroit yeah yeah that's also there uh LA has this other vibe um mm-hmm. there's a very specific lighting that LA has um uh, yeah. that's uh yeah LA is it's just a whole different beast, but for most of these horror cop films of the '80s, it's it's I don't know. It's usually East Coast, Central, yeah. does
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, I, I don't know. I like I like these settings. I mean, if and if you go and you want to watch something more, even even harder edged than this, then check out William Lustig's uh, Maniac, just Maniac.
2: I'd like to see that.
0: It's uh, it's a grimy one. <laughs> it is an
1: unsettling movie for sure but i think we should rate this yeah let's rate this and then i have one other thing and then we're gonna wrap everything up uh so andy you're the guest you watch this film what's your rating
2: uh well my reaction was five your overall score is a 4.6 and yes I'm a four. Well, I didn't Well, have it's it on, in front it's of on me. So It's oh, on the chart. Oh, I'm charts.
1: sorry. Dustin just wanted to steal your thunder? No, he just no, doesn't I have I didn't that know number what it was. Oh, It was
2: okay. 4.6. I gave it to Dustin to compute all the yeah. tabulations.
1: All right, Dustin, what's yours?
0: Uh, my reaction's a seven, and my score ends up being a six. Really? Mm-hmm.
1: Damn, you I, like
2: this movie. I like this
1: movie. I don't, I don't, love I did not it, expect like that. All right, we're gonna figure out that, where that winds up later because James didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. Yeah, so we've only got two ratings, oh. so I don't know how that works. I've oh, never had wow. two ratings before.
0: It's brand new. Well, that would make it only a 3.5, yeah, <laughs> which so, because there's like a whole bunch of zeros.
2: So, I fuck, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so because I fucked it, up and didn't so, watch this movie. So your movie. homework,
0: John, is you watch the movie and then you put in your no, no, ratings no, no, later. What, and was your, what, it was what was
2: your total, Dustin? <laughs> mine was a 6 at the end. 6 and mine was 4.6. So that gives it 5.4. 5. 5. 5. 5. 5. 5.4? I point four. Oh. Five point four.
1: it's more 5.1, 5. 5.2. It's
2: too high. Dude, I'm doing mental math. Doing math. Um, anyway, it's five point something it's five point until something somebody else reads gonna it. And we're going to figure
1: that out later. Before we leave, I want to do one quick game because oh, Andy loves oh, game. It's going to like take the less than five minutes. I want to say we are uh, 1 to 15. Where did Maniac Cop open oh. on its week?
0: <laughs> on its opening week? Opening week. Andy, you can go first. Seven. Yeah, uh, 10.
1: All right, this opened at number 13. Oh. Um, <laughs> I'm not even going to read 14 and 15 because I don't know them. I'm going to say this. Number one, Willow.
2: Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: Number two, Friday the 13th, part seven.
0: Yeah, the new blood.
1: <laughs> this nice. guy.
0: Wow, well done.
1: Uh, Number uh, three, Colors.
0: Don't know that. Oh, is that the... Oh, I don't know if I yes. the do right thing. The the blue the Race,
1: racist, um, number four. <laughs> what? I wanted to. Here's 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 what I thought was fun, a movie with a character with bugs in his teeth.
2: Beetlejuice. Mm-hmm. Beetlejuice. Nice. Done. Okay. Beetlejuice
1: all right, we got Lilo. Shakedown. Classic. Done it on our show. <laughs> <I don't laughs> number know I, five. Know if it's a classic, but uh, it's fun. Uh, all right. Here's a quote. Snap out of it. Moonstruck. Moonstruck. Boom. Wow,
0: you're doing good today, Ben. Thank you. Moonstruck. You call him Ben? I said, man. I'll take it. But oh. I watched Moonstruck not that long ago, and I didn't even get that at all. I've never <laughs> seen the movie <laughs> Moonstruck. You've
2: never seen it. I know that. You know the line from watching the American Dad episode. All oh. right,
1: a former special operations Vietnam vet works as a Chicago, Chicago cop <laughs> and undercover <laughs> CIA. This doesn't make any sense. How is James going to salvage this? Oh, I see. I'm reading the word wrong. It's uncovers. Take four. It's above the law. Above,
2: above the law. The law. Another,
1: another one we've done on this show.
2: Yeah, that's the one where he he Henry inverts his, his elbow, isn't it? His elbow goes 90 degrees uh, inward. There's that in lots of them. Oh, okay, fair phase. enough.
1: And number eight is Salsa. No, never never heard one. of it Number Did 9 that? Biloxi Blues Oh
0: Biloxi Blues With yeah. uh, Matthew Broderick, Broderick. Uh, Number
1: 10 The Last Emperor yeah. Oh yeah Number 11 uh, The Milgore Don't know that one Okay The Milgore Bonfire mm-hmm. War Never heard of it 12 Good morning The <laughs> oh, Wow I that assume it's been out back. For like two months At that point 88
2: Yeah Good times 88
0: And uh, 13 Maniac Cop there you go, Maniacop cop being debuting at good old number thirteen. <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> well, shit. Yeah,
1: you know we all. Uh... Good
0: movie though. Well, that's it for Spooktober, guys, for another year.
2: Yeah. Ooh, this is the last time you get the theme music. Ooh. This is. Uh, it's it comes back every year, and it's good. It's good to hear it.
0: it warms my heart. The cockles of my heart. Right? All right, wrap it up, John. I got to get
1: the. Thank fuck out you guys of so much for listening. <laughs> Please check us out on. On uh, Patreon, on Instagram, on everything. Everywhere
2: you can find that BFOP. We'll see you next
1: week.